Michaels, ain't you? Hey, Andy, what's up? Huh, what are you doing here? What do you mean? Bagging groceries? <laughs> you and I used to broker million-dollar real estate deals, and now you're bagging groceries? Good job. It's a story that made national headlines. Jeffrey Owens is used to being in the public eye. As an actor most known for his role on the classic sitcom, The Cosby Show. Sandra, will you marry me? <laughs> but now, more than two decades after that show went off the air, Jeffrey finds himself in a different spotlight. A photo of him working at a supermarket in New Jersey going viral online, some appearing to job shame the actor. I wanted a job that I could have some flexibility, um, try to stay in the business. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before I pay, I gotta get a photo of you. The guys at the office are gonna love this. Here we go. One, two, three, groceries! <laughs> you see a man, once in a high-paying job, shame for working at a grocery store. What would you do? We're at the Top Tomato Supermarket. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Mike, is that you? Hey. Hey, what are you doing, man? Just working. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You work here now? Yeah. So you... You're not at the office anymore because you're doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Her face says a lot, but she stays quiet as Andy belittles our bagger. This guy used to be like the million dollar broker with me, now he's bagging groceries. I gotta admit, I feel kind of bad for you, Michael. Whatever. Aren't you embarrassed? You should Ah, here we go. What? Here we go. I should be impressed. Yeah, for what? For talking to someone I mean, like that. Look at me and look at him. He looks better than you. <laughs> That's better looking. <laughs> Do you know how much money I make compared to this guy? <laughs> I've got nothing to be embarrassed about. You, you know? do. I mean, this guy's got to go home and look at himself in the mirror every day. So do you. Yeah. And you should be ashamed of See you later. You didn't have to say anything. You don't know either one of them. Right? Yeah, but, you know. You feel bad for someone in that situation. What's the moral of the story? Uh, just stand up for people when they're not standing up for themselves, for sure. As our bagger continues getting put down... It's a fall from grace if I've ever seen one. Our cameras keep capturing people when you lifting him back up. <laughs> you get back to the business, you'll be in Some tell Michael what they think of his former co-worker. <laughs> and others take on our bully directly you know some people can hack it in life and some people would rather bag groceries i guess which way is a nicer person than you oh reality is that you're an idiot all right let's start breaking it how do you know what happens like you should be so lucky that nothing it's been a couple you. of years and That's he looks good. like he's perfectly healthy i don't know why he's doing this when you know he could have still been closing deals with me he doesn't want to i wouldn't want to work with you hi how are you you're kidding me, right? <laughs> no. Look, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> it was that touching to you? Yeah, because, you know, he thought it was all that, and a suit, and this and that. I would hire this guy over him any day. Here, let me get a picture of you with the groceries. These shoppers were a little shy about being on our cameras. But they each step in to block our bully from getting a shot of Michael at work. Why'd you do that, man? This shopper is caught right in the middle of the action. It's a fall from grace if I've ever seen one. Oh, don't be me. That's me. But she's quick to take Michael's side. What's that? You're being mean. I mean, 
Don't do that. Look at him, though. So am I. Meet tomorrow. You know, some people in life are cut out for success, and some exactly. people are cut out for this. But sometimes it doesn't work out. All right, have it walk away. I gotta get some olive oil. I appreciate that, thanks. Oh, he's rude. Sometimes things don't work out. It's none of his business. He's an actor, and so was the mean guy. Oh. <laughs> your message to people like that? Keep your comments to yourself. This shopper is next stop at the register. And when I used to work together in real estate, closing million-dollar deals. Before, before you guys start fighting, let me leave. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any fight here. I mean, I would clearly win. Stay calm. It's advice for Michael that he doesn't take himself. Right, man. You ain't right. That's got a bad break. What are you helping? I'm trying to help him out. You ain't helping him. Yeah. Yo, get off your prescription. Drop some coins there. Or you want me to come and drop your. This final shopper notices what's going on from across the store. You guys are father and son, yeah? Would you guys be embarrassed if you were working here? Excuse me. And decides to make this her business. Who's just part? bagging? Who's the man? The guy bagging? Michael? The, Michael. used to work Michael. with me. Michael, um, you sell real estate? No, he used to. But Do you still have your license? Couldn't act. I would like to um, definitely have you sell my house. Offering our bagger a chance to get back into his old career. Why don't you have somebody that's working and successful sell your house? Because you're not... Because I'm what? Because you knocked him. I knocked him? He knocked himself. Guarantee you, I could sell your house faster than he could any day of the week. On her way out, she asks for some information. I want his name, the company he works for, because I know a lot work. of people in, in, in uh, real estate. And uh, I'll make sure they're oh, Why you get involved? Because... I know a lot of people that unfortunately see hard times. And you want to pay it forward? Yes. I want to thank him. You don't know him. You know what? I want to know him. Because I respect him. I don't respect him. What's your message to the world today? Just treat everybody with kindness. Every day you turn on the TV and you hear so much sadness. Just love each other and respect each other. Maybe we can go forward. So... Why are we here at a tennis court in the middle of Sussex? <laughs> We're here to see court siding today. Uh, court siding is basically cheating. It's getting on a point before the umpires press the button and the bookmakers have applied their in-play delay. Right, OK. And why, why, why tennis? Tennis is, is dynamic and it's catatonic. So big things happen on every point and also right. points happen quickly. Okay, so what the balls is this court-siding racket? Well, most gambling apps allow you to bet live in play on the outcome of a single point or game. Court-siding works by having someone physically at the match to exploit time delays of just a few seconds between a point being won or lost and the umpire inputting the score to an electronic device. The info from the umpire is transmitted to the bookies around the world so they can update the odds on their services. But the 
the courtsider shares that same information faster with a partner in crime who can place a bet instantly on the outcome of something that's already happened. So we go around the world trying to find slow umpires. <laughs> That's it. Yes, exactly. So we will go to a tournament and we go, old woman with grey hair, she's there. They're, they're undoing their case, they're, they're sliding it to the side, they're pressing it. They're having to put uh, their pin code in. I have one in Romania. He had to put his pin code in for every point. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it would lock, lock, yeah. lock him out, yeah, and he couldn't find a way around it. How often will you courtside? I would say we aim courtside tennis about 35 weeks a year. Wow. Um, Just in England? No. Where? No, no, no. Ma mainly in America. Right. Um, we were also expanding. We had a lot of success in South Africa last year. I'm going to Uganda soon. Uh, Canada's, a, Canada's a good one right, as well. Okay. You want to keep away from Europe. Right, why? Because it's teaming with courtsiders. Right, okay. Yeah. So when you are courtsiding, how do you, how do you communicate with each other? Well, in the old days, we used to just, I used to just do it on my phone. I'd be there. Yeah, I take okay. my own, own mobile, and obviously that was great because I didn't have to share any of the profits. Yeah. Um, but now you'll just be gone. Right. Um, right. Headphones are not. You'll be gone as well. Really. So, I, 18 months ago, I decided the thing to do was grow my hair, cover my um, ear, and put the Bluetooth in. So and you've grown your hair. As a disc like to basically hide your Bluetooth. Hide the Bluetooth, yes. Wow, that yeah. is mad. <laughs> wow. He's a genius. Growing your hair to put a little device in your ear. And also, he doesn't want to be in Europe because you probably got caught and people's after you to do that. That's why you're not going to be in Europe because those guys are going to crush your bones to find out you're trying to cheat their bookies. Eat the bookies, you're growing your hair to yeah, make your Bluetooth. That's it, yeah. What will you be looking to make? Last year, me and my business partner would have cleared a million pounds from the court siding. What, mate? Um, a million quid? Yeah, the only problem is that obviously there's humongous expenses, so that won't be the, the profit. Let me tell you this the guy looks. He doesn't have a dollar. He just had a beer at five in the morning. He just had an interview in the morning about how he makes loophole to beat gambling sites. I, I sort of hope to make three to 350,000 a year profit. So, but the one incentive is I hate, absolutely hate the bookmakers. I just- <laughs> Yeah, because you lost all your life to them. I couldn't think of worse people. Well, you could think of worse people, yeah, but they're not. And besides, I'm sure he had a couple of bone crushes gambling and not paying the bookies they're not far you've turned a little bit there you you, you you don't like them do you no 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 i just i just feel like they've contributed to some some terrible things and you know i i nearly destroyed my whole life yeah. just going hungry all that sort of thing oh really you degenerate so i was addicted to roulette machines and you know i just just hate I hate people like this guy the gamble, the lose, and then they don't want to blame the damn bookie. <laughs> Courtsiding is not illegal, but it does break the T's and C's of the betting operators, and it's outlawed by the governing bodies of tennis. It also requires the use of multiple betting accounts, so Joe buys accounts from other people. Again, this is not illegal, but very much breaks bookmakers' rules. Here we go.
Joe's in position and ready to courtside in Florida. Pick it up. Hello. What are you watching? One second. Uh, game four. She is 11 to 8. Is on fourteen to one. This was already incredibly confusing, and I was feeling pretty lost. I knew the theory of what was going on. Joe was telling me to bet on the player serving or the player returning the ball, and I had to get the bet on before the umpire called the point. Well, maybe you should have learned about tennis before you want to help somebody to start putting money in the booking. But doing all that under time pressure was a different story. The Turner, 1 to 12. Ah. I didn't have it in, sorry. Uh, sorry, one second. It was impossible to keep up with what Joe was saying or even what game he was watching. Guys, if you're listening to this bullshit, please get a regular job. It's gonna make him way more money. So you're telling me to, 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 to say yes if the server wins the point? Yeah. So we're going into the eighth, yeah? Fifteen hundred. Yeah. He put nine hundred. He made fifteen hundred. On two. One to seven. One to seven. He's put in the bed for fourteen hundred. Refreshing balance. Refreshing balance. Yeah, pay sixteen eighty four. You just made two hundred fifty bucks. Balance and put up at seventeen hundred on the return of one to five. 
We were getting on a roll, and I finally, finally felt like I was beating the bookies. Balance 2198. We just put a thousand dollars. Two thousand pounds. Or two thousand. Two to nine. He's changing it from two thousand. Refreshing the balance. Refreshing the balance. One second. Okay, in the pot is two thousand six hundred ninety-eight pounds. <laughs> Calling server, Danila, five to six. What's take? 2,800 pounds. Two and a half grand on one to five. Come on. Hasn't come through yet. I'm getting really nervous. It's come through 3,331 pounds. Joe, you're an absolute legend. Hold on, let me tell you this. What I just saw, at least is genius. Because if you're a degenerate gambler and you like to gamble on the bookie side, at least this guy goes and actually watching the actual damn sport in person. And then he makes the bet. So honestly... Is better than your ass going to Mandalay Bay, sport, and then put your money and wait and have a drink. At least this makes sense. And the guy just came up actually $2,000. Mate, I was good at, I was good though, wasn't I? Joe, it means the world. Uh, listen, we'll give you a shout tomorrow. Yes, bye, bye, bye. That is mad. I was on the phone to a man in Florida that was trying to find slow umpires. Found slow umpires. We started off with 800 quid. We've got 3,331 pound. That is insane. Guys, don't try that. <laughs> do not try this at home. And if you do, just get a regular job. Go home to your wife and kids, kiss them, and put a saving interest rate or 4% for two years. Make real money, save real money, buy empires, get a real job.